Get ready for your weekly dose of talent strategies and tactics from industry leaders to help you attract, select, and retain your top talent. You're listening to Inside Executive Search with Steve Yakish and Scott Peterson. the Inside Executive Search Podcast. My name is Steve Yakish, and this podcast is for business owners, executives, and board members looking for strategies to attract, select, and retain the very best. If you're not feeling 100% confident that you have a plan, keep listening. This podcast will help you get there. And at this point, I'd like to welcome in the intellectually curious Mr. Scott Peterson. <laughs> I love every week the different... Uh, I don't know, descriptor. Well, there's of, of me. there's so much about you. Yeah, it's uh, it's an enigma, all right. For sure. <laughs> all right, Scott, we're going to talk about um, three areas that we've identified in through conversations with a variety of business owners, HR leaders. Um, three areas that seem to bog down their selection process. Right. All right. right. So those three are um, having a key or main point of contact throughout. Uh, the uh, interview or selection process, um, the length of the process, including how many steps and the length in between each step, and then finally, who's delivering the offer. Right. And I believe, you know, if you, if you really focus on these three things, um, your process will just be smoother, be better, you'll get the candidates you want, mm-hmm. you won't lose out on the right candidate um, and have to start the process over. So we wanted to dive a little bit deeper yep. into each one of these. Um, and you know these are the areas that we see every day um, as areas that can use improvement in the process, whether you're using um, internally your own team or you're using a, a search firm. Yep. And again, this is on the heels of you know our podcast last week about slow down to move fast. So right. you know we don't need to regurgitate that whole podcast, but do, we're we're assuming that you've slowed down, you have clarity on the role, who's going to be on the interview team, etc. And now here are three additional areas that most companies need to improve upon. Absolutely. So we'll tackle them one at a time. So main point of contact. Why is what, that important, what Mr. Does that Peterson? Mean? Yeah. Yeah. This is the consistency of who is communicating with the candidates, right? So you've received, you know, any number of candidates in the process uh, responding to your ads or or your emails. Um, you've got a final list uh, that you're bringing in for interviews. They need to know who it is that they're going to hear communication from about next steps. Um, are you moving forward? Or are you not? And why? So having that consistent person in the company yeah. that usually, but it doesn't have to be HR, mm-hmm. um, or it could be someone from a talent management group within a larger organization, but it certainly could be somebody else uh, as well. If the CFO is running the search and it's yeah. for a controller. The CFO could be that point of contact along that path. Again, depending on the sophistication of the company and yep. the, maybe the size of the company. Yep, and I think absolutely if it's a smaller organization, the hiring manager may just need to be that person, but somebody needs to tell that hiring manager how important it is to provide timely feedback, right. answer emails, text, phone calls, however the you know the candidates are reaching out. And it can be busy, 
Um, I mean, obviously, we do it every day with candidates that we're working with, but um, it's an important piece. Right. Yep. This is hard. Um, it's it's hard because it's a it's a time management thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to call you back because I'm going to tell you you're not moving forward in the process. It's not a fun phone call to do, um, but it really says something about your company, your brand of your company. If you close that loop and let them know that they're not a fit for whatever yep. reason it is, um, it just is the right thing to do. Yep. And let's face it, it's. I think we've probably shared this, you know, example on previous podcasts, but you turn that candidate down in a professional, timely fashion, who knows whether in three, six months from now, they're sitting, having a happy hour with someone that's interviewing with the same company. They're like, hey, I didn't get the job, but man, super professional, love the people I met. You should really invest some time. I really wanted to go work there. Yeah, a great company, right? Versus they never never called me back, right? Yeah. So we don't need to beat that horse dead, but um, how about time in between steps? Yeah, this is another killer of getting the best candidate. Um, If you've got three people, let's say again, in the interview process and you don't let them know, and this gets back to that point of contact person, what the timing is of gonna be the interviews. We're bringing in three people, they're scheduled now and for the next two weeks. So you're coming in today, don't expect anything from a phone call and next steps until two weeks from now. Again, setting those expectations. But if you shorten that process, the interview process, the better off you'll be. Yeah. Because a lot of these candidates have multiple opportunities going on at one time. Yeah, if you're drawing upon and hoping to find your candidate through that active candidate right. pool, right? Versus the passive. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the number of steps, how many, you know, we're going to put you through six interviews. You may turn somebody off with that process, plus a an all-day assessment, let's that say. That you surprised them with at right. the 11th so hour. Yep. I guess if we just step back just for a second, I mean, the key is just communication. Not that your process isn't your process. It's just communicating what that is so the candidates know exactly what to expect and when. Yep. And obviously, depending on the type of role, sometimes you have to go faster. You know, like if, if you're looking for a... A high in demand IT skill set. Guess right. what? You like the guy or gal the Don't first let interview? The Don't let them leave the office. Right. Make an offer. Be ready to go. Right. right. Others you can lengthen out. Right. Um, and also, like we've said, sometimes you have you know if you are recruiting passive candidates, sometimes you have to slow process down, but high levels of communication all the way through. Yeah. yeah. Just making sure that those time between steps is reasonable. And if it's longer than with, you know that it seems reasonable, then just communicate. You know what? The CFO is on vacation, a family vacation for the next two weeks. Nothing's going to happen. You've yeah. let them know, and there's they know the expectations are what next steps are going to be. So just, yeah. again, communication is huge. Yeah, and if you are going to have that two-week um, pause in between step two and three or whatever it might be, um, even though you've communicated that to the candidate, that main point of contact, probably reach out a week into that two weeks and just check in and see how they're doing and make right. sure they're still interested. Yeah. We keep still, them we're engaged. still interested. Yeah. We're still interested in you. Or you have anything else going on that we need to speed things up. All those things are really, really critical at yep. this point. Cool. Well, this last one is um, extending the offer. Mm-hmm. Um, I was candidly very surprised when we were doing the, the breakout session at the, at the Vistage event how many people this was kind of an aha moment yeah um about who should be the one extending the offer so yeah because because we asked the question uh who extends the offer in your company to, yeah. to the to the group we were presenting in front and um most of the people said human resources does 
and we said, you know, slow down. Mm-hmm. And we believe that there's a much more impactful way to, uh, to one, attract that, keep that employee, that future employee attracted to your company, and that's have the hiring manager do it. It sets that stage for the relationship with the hiring manager. It says a lot about your company from a, a, a culture standpoint that this matters. Um, certainly, HR will get involved with the onboarding and paperwork, some of those aspects. Um, but again, think about it for your, from your personal self of who would you like to hear from if you're interviewing again with the CFO for a controller job, wouldn't it be great if the CFO called you and said, I can't wait, Steve, for you to join our group. We've got so many great things going on. We're growing, we're doing acquisitions, and I need someone just like you to help um, develop those processes and procedures to help us um, fundamentally transform our accounting and finance department. Yeah. You'll versus, hear, yeah, versus, versus Hey, uh, Mr. Candidate, Scott Peterson is really excited for you to join his team. Um, he thinks you're going to be a great fit. I wanted to walk you through the offer. Right. You know, it's night and day, right? right. And it's scary how many organizations are doing or, or outsourcing the delivery of the offer. Right. Um, do it yourself. I mean, it's employee engagement. It's employee loyalty. And you you miss out on that opportunity in what should be a really exciting time for your future employee. Yeah, don't miss this one. This one is, um, it's hard to to put a value on this one, but the impact is huge. Absolutely. All right, well, that wraps up uh, episode, executive producer Taylor, what episode are we on? Season two, episode eight. Episode eight, season two. Taylor actually spoke on the uh, podcast, so thank you, Taylor. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think this might be your first... uh, speaking part in season two yeah probably all right (laughs) taylor conger's awesome um by the way anyways um so that's a wrap on this one uh we'll talk to everybody next week but if you want to get a hold of scott um as always you can look him up on linkedin and or on verseek.com and if you like what you hear please uh go out to your favorite podcast channel and subscribe to uh the channel we'd love to have you on a weekly basis Sounds great. All right. Until next week. See you, Scott.